0: Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for the September 8th, 2023 Friday reading of the Arc Valley Voice news program. My name is Michelle Wexler. Today, we will be reading the following main articles, Salida City Council considers SWAT team SRO funding at September 5th meeting, written by Arc Valley Voice staff. Wales Martin explains reasons she seeks Salida City treasurer role, written by Arc Valley Voice staff. Colorado voters sue to keep Trump off 2024 ballot in Colorado, written by Jan Wundra. Salida City Council gets updates on Teen Council Major Developments for Chafee Shuttle, written by Elliot Jackson. And Salida Board of Education announces School Board Election by Acclamation, written by Jan Wondra. and following up with miscellaneous articles. We begin with the first article Salida City Council considers SWAT team SRO funding at September 5th meeting, this posted by Arc Valley Voice staff. During their regular meeting on September 5th, the Salida City Council, SCC, heard citizen comment on various topics, including the Salida Scout Wave, short-term rentals, STRs, and the armed protester on F Street. The SCC also considered and approved Resolutions 2023-37, an Intergovernmental Agreement, IGA, with Salida School District, R32J, regarding a School Resource Officer, SRO and 2023-38, an IGA between the city of Salida, Chafee County, and the town of Buena Vista for funding a regional SWAT team. During citizen comment, Salida resident Marty Kuhn asked the SCC to reconsider support for the scout wave, joining other citizens who have cited its dangers during high water. In early August I was playing in low water with my son and another child by the F Street Bridge, said Coon, adding that the other child had lost control of his craft around the bridge and was heading towards the scout wave downriver. The kid thought he was going to die, Coon continued. Why is the speecher even here? It doesn't belong here. There is a real monster in the water. What if the proposed fixes don't work? I know there is a belief that the Scout Wave is bringing in tourist dollars. Are these few tourist dollars worth it? Scott Turbush, executive director of Salida Mountain Trails, spoke next on the subjects of affordable housing and STRs in the city. My apartment was turned into an STR. I could only find one apartment in my price range. I even talked to a friend about buying his van. I can't live here if I can't afford it. Stay strong on STR regulations. Alan Robinson spoke about the salida Leadville Stage and Rail Trail. We are applying for a $60,000 grant and seeking matching funds from Salida, Buena Vista, the county, and Leadville. We are seeking $1,800 from this council. Robinson added that the match would not be due until January 2024. Nancy Wallace, who had spoken at the last SCC meeting about lowering taxes and fees on STRs, said she felt heard and appreciated by the council. I spoke with the mayor and council members with some suggestions. You could do some city analysis on, as yet unconfirmed, decreases in rentals and sales taxes. I would strongly encourage you to find out a way to work with us, STR owners, on this. After Mayor Dan Shore read a proclamation declaring September 15th through October 15th, 2023, as National Hispanic Heritage Month, Salida Police Chief Russ Johnson presented the two resolutions. School Resource Officer, IGA, approved. Resolution 2023-37, approving the IGA between the City of Salida and the School District, sets the terms for payment and employment duties for the SRO. After questions from Council and the Salida Treasurer regarding budgeting, duties, and how the SRO worked in the school, As well as with Full Circle Restorative Justice and the adult justice system, member Alyssa Pappenfort moved to approve 2023-37. The motion passed unanimously. SWAT Team IGA Approved. We've had various SWAT teams over the years, both regional and local, Johnson explained to the SCC introducing resolution 2023-38. The SWAT team only gets called out on high-intensity calls. We have officers from all over who are trained in hostage and other negotiations. They are street cops during the day. They have trainings to handle situations that would make normal officers freak out. We, jointly with the county and Buena Vista, bought an armored vehicle after an incident in Alamosa with 100-plus shots at an officer. We get a lot of grants so that we don't have to keep coming to you for money for equipment. Treasurer Merrill Bergen asked Johnson to remind the SCC about which line items related to the maintenance of the armored vehicle the city would be liable for a share of. The localities all chip in for vehicle maintenance, Johnson said. There is a cost to employment. If we have to go to Buena Vista, then Salida pays for it. Papenfort asked about where the SWAT team goes outside the county. I go with them if they go out of county, Johnson replied. Six weeks ago, Leadville had a guy who broke into a house with a gun. The Leadville police couldn't get him out. Our SWAT team was called to see if we could help. We still have the ability to say no, but if it's close and not going to cost the city an arm and a leg, we like to go. Mayor Pro Tem Justin Critelli made the motion to approve 2023-38. The motion passed unanimously. Mayor and council reports include teens, deer, and taxes. During council reports, Jane Templeton reminded the SCC that FiberFest is coming to Salida this weekend. Downtown is even more colorful than usual, alluding to the annual yarn bombing of boulders and tree shields. Critelli reported that he had attended a conference in Basalt where he went to workshops on policing and destination stewardship, which he described as a pivot from actively attracting tourists to wondering how to manage them. He also said that he supported the Extraordinary Teen Council's housing survey and that he wanted to see legal resources address the gunman question, a sentiment that Harold Casper seconded and that Dominique Nakarato also agreed with. Shore and Interim City Administrator Christy Doon quickly reassured them that that process was underway, though no timeline was provided. Councilperson Mike Pollock said that he wanted to pursue the question of a deer cull within city limits. I have made some effort to talk to people about how to handle this, people who are bow hunters who know how to process deer. There's a good group of people who can handle this. It would be them taking care of it. We may provide some funding. Other towns do it, like Canyon City." I really would like to hear about how we might do something. I would like to get it on a meeting agenda or a work session. I would support having a work session, said Casper. I would say yes, but it needs to come from CPW, Colorado Parks and Wildlife, said Shore. We can't do anything this year. This will be a controversial decision no matter what we decide, but I'm open to the conversation. Dominique Nacarato said that she would support the Deer-Cull discussion. Anecdotally, it's the worst I've ever seen. I would like to direct staff to look at fee caps in the STR regulations, said Shore, and direct staff to have a work session on October 3rd to discuss STRs. We will also be getting a legal opinion on the gunman thing. Treasurer Bergen reported that the July sales tax report would be ready by the next SCC meeting. Dune reported that the F Street barriers were coming down and that contrary to a recent rumor, we are not cutting down all the trees in Alpine Park. The next regular SCC meeting is scheduled for Tuesday, September 19th. That story, Salida City Council considers SWAT team SRO funding at September 5th meeting. Next up, Wales Martin explains reasons she seeks Salida City Treasurer role. This posted by Arc Valley Voice staff. Wales Martin dives deeper into local involvement and announces candidacy for Salida City Treasurer. Some people quickly become at home in Salida, and it appears that Wales Martin is one of them. After moving to Salida two and a half years ago and working full-time in Salida in the food service business, she says she is familiar with the issues confronting her fellow residents. She identifies herself as a prospective homebuyer who knows firsthand the challenges of workforce housing that impact those who work hard to have a roof over their heads, let alone stable housing. My hope is to bring more representation of the workforce into our local government, said Wales. After living and working in Salida for two and a half years, I understand the needs of our service industry, as well as the importance of having our voices heard in an economy that is fueled by tourism, she added. Martin is originally from Fort Myers, Florida, and moved to Denver in 2017 after graduating from Stetson University with a bachelor's degree in psychology. Though Denver provided the opportunity to expand her career with children via Teach for America, she says she was drawn to move to a small town for easier access to mountain trails and a close-knit community. Then, when visits to the Arkansas River Valley began to multiply, she made her final move to Salida in 2021. Since then, she has worked with the Southwest Conservation Corps in Chafee County and Sweetie's Sandwich Shop, located in the heart of downtown Salida. Martin describes herself as self-taught and diligent in adhering to a personal budget. She has worked overtime to bring her modest student debt down to a minimal level, positioning her for a near-term move to being a first-time homebuyer. As so many in this county know, this is a difficult accomplishment as home prices have swiftly risen. She says she believes that city budgets are no different than personal ones. Balancing wants versus needs against available funding is a challenge that she is comfortable with. Doing her homework, Martin reached out to current Salida City Council members, the Salida Finance Director, and the current City Treasurer, Merrill Bergen, to learn more about the position and how she might be a good fit. Reviewing the job description provided by the current Salida Treasurer, I have a good idea of the time requirements and expectations set out by Colorado statutes for Salida as a statutory city, Martin said. I believe I can do a good job going beyond just what's required and watching out for all Salida residents, monitoring how their tax monies are managed. Everyone in Salida is busy, but I have long wanted to provide public service beyond my work and personal life. The role of treasurer seems like a great way to get involved and learn more about how my city works, she concluded. That story, Wales Martin explains reasons she seeks Salida City treasurer role. And next up, Colorado voters sue to keep Trump off 2024 ballot in Colorado. This posted by Jan Wondra. The rumblings about the use of the 14th Amendment to disqualify former President Donald Trump from appearing on state election ballots is now a roar at least in Colorado. A group of Colorado voters has become the first in the nation to challenge the inclusion of Trump's name on the Colorado ballot. The effort isn't entirely local, nor is it entirely 14th Amendment. The ballot qualification petition has become real because of the involvement of an unnamed national liberal group, some registered Republicans, and unaffiliated voters. It names both Trump, the presumed Republican frontrunner, and Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold as the defendants. Strange bedfellows, for sure. The lawsuit makes the case that Trump is barred from seeking or holding office because of his role in the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. The plaintiffs are all Republican or unaffiliated voters, including some former office holders. The legal petition that seeks to prevent Trump from a ballot slot on the Colorado 2024 election reads, Trump knowingly sought to subvert our Constitution and system of elections through a sustained campaign of lies. His efforts culminated on January 6, 2021, when he incited, exacerbated, and otherwise engaged in a violent insurrection at the United States Capitol by a mob who believed they were following his orders and refused to protect the Capitol or call off the mob for nearly three hours as the attack unfolded. Some across the U.S., including legal scholars, have raised the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution, Section 3, as the basis for a challenge to Trump. It expressly prohibits a person who has engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same from running for office. But this Colorado lawsuit challenges his fitness to run for office under the weight of the thousands of lies that have been perpetrated by Trump. That story, Colorado voters sue to keep Trump off 2024 ballot in Colorado. And continuing in the news, Salida City Council gets updates on teen council, major developments for Chafee Shuttle. This posted by Elliot Jackson. At their work session, which was combined with their regular meeting on September 5th, the Salida City Council, SCC, heard updates from the Extraordinary Teen Council, ETC, and the Chafee Shuttle. Stella Vizi gave the ETC report... Recent efforts include peer mentoring at Salida High School and some possible surveys directed towards high school students, one about whether they plan to live in Salida after graduation and how feasible they see that possibility being, and also a survey about the Scout Wave. Vz and Dibby Olson... FYI coordinator for the ETC both agreed that these surveys could be done pretty quickly and the ETC could present the results at the work session scheduled for December 4th. Chafee Shuttle Moving Ahead Mike Bischoff, the new executive director for the Chafee Shuttle, reported that the organization currently has 14 part time drivers that serve Chafee County and the San Luis Valley and is running several routes. These include a daily commuter route between Salida and Buena Vista starting in the morning and running through into the night, a recently added Howard-Salida route, on-demand service in both Salida and Buena Vista, and routes in the San Luis Valley, which will soon include an Antonito-Alamosa route. Bischoff also reported that Chafee Shuttle is undergoing a rebranding as Mountain Valley Transit in recognition of their status as a regional transit authority and that the shuttle was still looking for new drivers. Prospective hires do not need a commercial driver's license, CDL, but will need to pass a drug screening test. Chafee Shuttle Board President Kate Garwood and Salida's Community Development Director Bill Elmquist added to the report. The next big transition we had was going into the San Luis Valley, said Garwood. We are the only public transit option open to them. We want a hope grant from the feds to hire a firm to help us compile data on what these communities wanted. Now we have a roadmap. We are purposefully moving forward to be part of a sustainability program to keep better air in our community. For every ride we have from BV to Salida, that's 20 pounds of greenhouse gases not going into the air, she added. We have good drivers. They help passengers pick up their groceries, check in on people. They are good quality people trying to help the community. We really look at Chafee Shuttle as one of those three elements that underpin the well-being of the community. Housing, childcare, transportation, said Almquist. As we continue to grow as a community, we are going to need more from Chafee Shuttle. We are working to envision what they could be doing, like intra-city Salida routes. It's all about trying to plan ahead. Do we have areas where the Chafee Shuttle bus can pull over and pick people up? "'Do we see some demand for going from the east end of Salida "'through downtown to Poncha Springs?' asked Treasurer Merrill Bergen. "'Yeah, that wouldn't shock me,' Almquist replied. "'The Salida Circulator is one of the top ten items "'that are on the list of things to do,' Garwood added. "'It might even be in the top five. "'Your folks want to move around town. "'Maybe we could distill that Salida-based data to you.' We got a lot of responses from Salida. It's played into the South Ark neighborhood plan. We are looking for opportunities to put stops for people to go downtown or to the hospital, said Almquist. Anyone with a 20-mile round-trip commute in a car can save anywhere from $7,500 to $17,500 per year on transit costs, said Garwood. That money can go towards housing or daycare costs. We may need to come back to you for financial support. You can be thinking about what your needs are. It takes a while to change people's habits, Almquist concluded. Things won't change overnight, but there are things we can do that make change quickly, like people staying in hotels on US-50 who might be driving or taking a cab into downtown. A beautifully branded new shuttle may spur questions about how to access it. It might even help with parking, quipped Mayor Dan Shore, to appreciative laughter from the council. Lack of convenient parking has been a source of constant complaint from Salida residents in recent months. That story, entitled Salida City Council Gets Updates on Teen Council Major Developments for Chafee Shuttle. And continuing, Salida Board of Education announces school board election by acclamation. This posted by Jan Wondra. The Salida School District Board of Election has announced a special meeting for 12 noon, Friday, September 8, 2023, to declare the selection of board members by acclamation. There were five seats up for the school board election scheduled for November seventh, 2023, and there were five qualified candidates for those seats. During the special school board meeting, they will pass a resolution to cancel the school board election and elect the candidates by acclamation. The candidates are Karen Lundberg for District 1, Jody Breckenridge-Pettit for District 2, Jennifer Shushman for District 5, Matt Hobbs for at-large director four-year term, Ben Hill remaining two-year term. The meeting will take place at 627 Oak Street in the second floor meeting room. On Tuesday, September 12th, the Salida Board of Education will meet at the Crest Academy for a 5 p.m. work session with the collaborative bargaining team, followed at 6 p.m. by the regular meeting of the board. Following the passage of the resolution, the new directors will be sworn in at the November 14th, 2023 regular meeting of the board that story, Salida Board of Education announces school board election by acclamation. And finally, Arc Valley Voice selected as one of Colorado's hashtag news co-needs newsrooms for 2023. This posted by Arc Valley Voice staff. This week, the Colorado Media Project, CMP, and the Colorado News Collaborative, COLAB, announced the 30 newsrooms spread across the state of Colorado that constitute the 2023 cohort of local newsrooms participating in the sixth annual Hashtag NewsCO Needs Year-End Matching Challenge. Arc Valley Voice has been selected as one of the state's hashtag newsco needs newsrooms for the donation match challenge. Between Tuesday, November 28th, a.k.a. Giving News Day, and December 31st, 2023, each participating newsroom can earn up to $5,000 from CMP in a dollar-for-dollar match aimed at inspiring individual giving to support the long-term sustainability of their public service journalism, which informs and engages communities and strengthens civic engagement statewide. By the end of this year, the 30 Colorado community newsrooms together are poised to collaboratively raise $1 million for local news this holiday season. This is the fourth year that AVV has earned a place among this group of dedicated news organizations. AVV is in very good company. Why, you may ask, is this important? Because many of these newsrooms, including Arc Valley Voice, are nonprofit operations. This funding strengthens and sustains coverage of local governments, businesses, schools, and communities. This is a matching grant opportunity that requires community participation. We need our readers' help to remain a free, fact based, and independent news organization not afraid to meet our role as public service journalism. We're looking ahead to this year end, and we hope that you are too. That story Arc Valley Voice selected as one of Colorado's hashtag needs newsrooms for 2023. And that's all we have time for. Thank you for joining us for the Arc Valley Voice News Program. My name is Michelle Wexler. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at